Welcome back to the Master of None podcast, where we go 365 days, bringing you a podcast every single day. Nothing is off the table. The intention of this podcast is to master the short form podcast, as well as informing, as well as entertaining. So sit back, relax, and listen, and enjoy the show. So we had a first here on the Master of None podcast. Yesterday was the first day I have not posted in over 300 days. Um, obviously, that was not in the intention intention of. I kind of ran into a good time last night, if you will. And as a result of it, I did not post the podcast. But it seems like you guys are still listening and no one reached out, so no one's too concerned, um, which is always great. But tonight or today, if you will, I have an interesting topic. I'm going to read the article headline for you right now. Military whistleblower goes public with claims the U.S. has secret UFO relative programs. Wow. It looks like they are slowly dripping the information out, so let's get into it. Well, if you guys don't know, we are digital nomads, so sometimes we find ourselves in fun locations. My wife is potentially in recovery in the background. Um, if you hear crunching on goldfish, that is her. All right. So just a disclaimer. More than likely you won't because I do have the new microphone if you can't tell. Um, and wow, the quality is just so different. I'm sure my voice sounds different coming through it, but let's get into it. So what's so crazy is whenever I break down this story, um, I actually was watching a recent Joe Rogan episode with James Fox, and I found it to be really interesting because if you're not familiar with it, James Fox is really bringing the Brazilian UFO story coming to light from 1996 in a town called Virginia. It's like, I mean, I don't, why don't, it's like the weirdest town seeing Virginia. Anyways, um, and as a result of it, it's a, it's, it's a lot of people coming together to indicate that there is a sighting of a UFO and an actual alien extraterrestrial being. Now, if you look at kind of the content that the DOD is leaking so far, they're doing UAPs, um, UFOs, unidentified flying objects, but we haven't really embarked on the essence of extraterrestrial life. So these are kind of the next layer, if you will, in probably unraveling it. And what we have to understand about UFOs and aliens is, is if there is a strategy on how to tell the public, it is going to be a drip strategy where they slowly drip information out because it's going to be really hard to process it all at once an example of this is what has happened in brazil in 1996 whenever you have so many accounts for ufos and if you're not familiar with the story i can give you just a brief overview of it so what happened is in 1996 in virginia which is in brazil there was a situation where you had a downed spaceship crash and it crashed in an area, and there was eyewitness accounts of people seeing it, and it looked like a cigar-shaped kind of um, craft that crashed, and people identified extraterrestrial life coming out of it, and there were some survivors. Well, you know, a lot of people saw it, and as a result of it, the military got involved within Virginia, Brazil, and they were an integral part in facilitating it. Now, what's interesting is there was these three girls who had an account of actually seeing an alien in town and describing it having red eyes and a very crazy smell. 
The smell can be understood as sulfur and pneumonia. And what's so consistent with all these accounts is how everybody remembers that smell, which is a strong indicator that they saw something. It's really hard to put that in there. And if you go to the city, they have UFOs. And, and this gentleman named James Fox, I would re- recommend watching the documentary if you want information, kind of goes into the story of it. Now, what's really interesting is, in fact, they get a UFO alien. And after getting the UFO alien, um, one of the gentlemen actually arrested it or commandeered it, and he held it with his body. Now, what's so crazy to me, and I think the documentary probably should have done a better job of this, is indicating that the person died from holding the UFO. And in the documentary, they talk with the family. It's a really real account. Um, And my biggest question is, you know, if we did come in contact and someone did hold this alien you know what is the substance that killed him was it a was it biological was it a defense you know we have these whole situations and we have the smell which is really interesting and what happened is the military gathered up these aliens they did some um x-rays in in hospitals and there's tons of accounts in this little town and some people are going on record and they haven't even talked about it in 20 years because they were silenced Now, what's so interesting about this story, too, and this is the consistent message we get, is there was a group of men wearing all black clothes, kind of referring to the men in black. Now, what's really interesting is James Fox seems like, I don't know, like I can't get a read on the guy, um, but he talks about it in the Joe Rogan episode where he's like, you know, there's a lot of accounts for men in black, and sometimes I think it's bogus but I really wanted to put it into this account because it seemed really genuine. Now, those are the indicators and those are the things coming out. And towards the end of it, what happened is they called the the United States Air Force and they came down and they picked everything up and flew it back to the U.S. Now, this story is really interesting to me because if it is the first account, it shows that UFO extraterrestrial happening in other countries. We look at the simple fact that you know, there's so many eyewitness accounts. If you heard this in trial, then it would be hard to say not guilty. And the consistency of the sulfur in the ammonia. Well, I opened up with kind of talking about the whistleblowing. And this is where it gets really interesting is I'm going to play a clips for you for the whistleblower talking about what what they've done. It's a whistleblower from um, NGA, which is a national geospatial organization. I'm going to go ahead and play it for you and then get into it after that. Geospatial Intelligence Agency now formally blowing the whistle on secrets he says no one has ever shared publicly before. He is speaking one-on-one with investigative reporter Ross Coldhart reporting for News Nation. When you say crash retrieval, what do you mean? Uh, these are retrieving non-human origin uh, technical vehicles, you know, call it spacecraft if you will. Uh, it's probably not the right parlance, but uh, no kidding, non-human, exotic origin, vehicles that have either landed or crashed. We have spacecraft from another species. We do, yeah. How many? Quite a number. Quite a number. Okay, well, that isn't very specific. Anyways, so this is the eyewitness account coming from the National Geospatial Agency. Now, what is really important about this is it's kind of opening up a... It's opening up the theory of disclosure. Now, when we break it down, if aliens are real, people really have to brace themselves. 
you're gonna have to do a drip clean drip campaign of disclosure that's probably the best approach to dealing with situations like this and for example you know we look at war of the world of hg wells which i did a podcast episode on it and how much that affected the mental well-being of the people at this time well since then 40 to 80 years we've been slowly getting more information as it relates to ufos spaceships and spacecraft so if you're going to release this information to the public, this is probably, in my opinion, one of the better ways to do it instead of just releasing everything. So this is actually coming from a report on Monday, and it's filled with a whistleblower aspect to Congress. Now, what's really interesting about this topic is it's also indicating that there is a lot of different groups and organizations that, that and defense contractors that don't always present this information to Congress. So... I've always had kind of this working theory that if there was, in fact, a organization within the military who was responsible for studying, containing UFO information, it would be relatively isolated and insular. There would be compartmentalized to it, so not to get exposed different aspects or have contagion with the intel, if you will. Now, in my ultimate opinion, what I always thought is it had to be tied to a defensive contractor and... A group within the military now and this is kind of what he's alluding to and what's really fascinating about it is the fact that congress would not be privy to it so that means that there'd be situations where the president congress wouldn't know about information as it relates to ufo extraterrestrial life or what's going on because maybe it was a need-to-know basis and it was classified at that level um now when we get into it what what we first have really is saying that the government has extraterrestrial non-humans. Now, another working theory is that if we look at the reverse engineering of alien technology, we look at Area 51, this is another story presented by Bob Lazar, giving his account for it. It's consistent. You can watch that on Netflix as well if you're not new to it, but if you're listening to this, you might be already privy to it. Now, the other aspect of it is the fact that bodies are believed to be held at Wright-Patterson Air Force Base in Ohio. So if this is a type of testing ground of materials, understanding what the body is, and then we have spaceships, it kind of gives us an overview. Now, within this, it's, it's NGA, which is giving us the information, which is the National Geospatial and the Reconnaissance Organization that does look at a lot of satellite information and data. And it's interesting that they're releasing it, not so much the Air Force. But whenever we get into it, Gruder says that the information submitted to Congress on the ICTO's material, including impact or interactive vehicles. So what we're getting down, and he sat down with the News Nation, and this is me just kind of briefly touching the article, is that many senators and former intelligence officers may have known nearly their whole career of, of, of this information. And there's proof within the documents going back to the secret craft related to the program, which is UTAP, which is a task force that then transitioned into Arrow. And I've done podcasts on Arrow. You know, they released a document not too long ago indicating that there is a mothership within the galaxy and potentially sometimes what we see is probes. And these probes are gathering information and intel. So really as we looked at it and we're getting more information the real concept is on the aspect of the releasing of disclosure for ufos and spaceships now i think probably as it relates to the story in brazil virginia virginia 
and the story today kind of going out actually yesterday releasing about the military whistleblower now we have some consistencies to put together more intel in terms of us understanding the steps and the protocol for what it takes so what we do know is that brazil the government organization would have experienced an extraterrestrial crash um the same consistencies where people come in they say you never saw anything and a lot of people were quiet within the documentary for 26 years. Now, if you say why, the real reason is it could potentially tear apart the fabric of society. Like, I think that, you know, when we talk about UFOs and spaceships, we have to understand that us as humans, understanding that there's extraterrestrial life would truly impact our consciousness, the way we look at the world, and our, our normal values, and how we hold on to our view of us being the only people in the universe and it sounds silly but i always go back to the the whole topic of being able to understand what society would do during covid as it relates to toilet paper it's like there is a phenomenon of fear that sets into the psyche of us where we have this fight or flight moment and driven by the concepts of ufos would would amplify that well if we look at the last two years you know, and we look at the releasing of information, it feels like what they don't want us to do is be drinking through a fire hose because they're just going to, these stories are going to be super consistent and this is going to keep coming out. Whether this whistleblower be acting on its own accord or being a part of, of, of the theme, to release it. Because when you hear in his voice when he talks about it, he's so matter of fact. Like it's not, like, it just, it sounds really rehearsed and very clean and i don't know if that's my own opinion or what you guys think about it but it's going to be interesting to see what happens next what is the next releasing and in my opinion it sounds crazy but we're going to see a lot more ufos but the real question is when do we see actual footage of an alien and that's really kind of the next point of this whole experiment of disclosure i don't want to say experiment but this whole process of releasing information you know what we have to understand is you know one thing we know about the u.s government is the ability to release information when needed um the next question is this a, is this a counterintelligence offensive to get our minds off of what's going on in the current state in the world i don't know you know when we look at all this information what we have to do is be spectacle a spectacle we have to be speculative when understanding it because we don't know what the messaging is. With something like this that's so big and large, it's just, it could be played from multiple angles. But when we look at it, here's what we do know. The Brazilian document is very compelling. It's really interesting watching those people and seeing their expression. I would go ahead and suggest it. And the fact that NGA is releasing with information and whistleblowers, it's also really compelling. So thank you so much for listening and i want to leave you with that thought and we will get back to you tomorrow i promise i still will be consistent and posting podcasts i appreciate all the support and we will talk to you tomorrow